On the show today, we're talking about pricing, we're talking about mediums for monetization, business expansion plans, as well as digital marketing versus conventional marketing. Welcome, I'm Dylan Colsett and this is episode 8 of the Ask DK show. So today's been an awesome day, I've had like back-to-back -back meetings, met with a whole bunch of strategic partners and um, I think what really makes sense for an entrepreneur is to find people who've got similar markets to you, who've got your customers and see if you can come up with some sort of a, an arrangement, some sort of business plan where you both benefit. So you're doing something that benefits you, benefits them and, um, and it's a win-win situation. So this is what I've done with a couple of strategic partners, they're sitting on my customers, they have my customers, they've got the relationships and um, if I can offer them something that's going to grow their brand with their customers and make a lot of sense to for their stories it, um, it makes sense for us to partner up so it's really exciting to to be out there and really just pushing 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 and buzzing 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 and hustle 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 because that's what it's all about if your bums in your seat you're not making money um, okay also don't forget to check out um, I've uploaded a video on why you need video marketing in your business so kind of like you watching this video right now you need to understand the, the top reasons why you need to use video marketing in your business as well as how to do it really quickly. So if you have a look at our video that we just recently uploaded, Thomas, you can insert it here. Um, you'll just see how easy it is and there's really, there should be no barriers and there should be nothing between you and using video marketing in your business. It doesn't have to break the bank. So we're here at the awesome Workshop 17. I love this space so much. Workshop 17 used to be a client of ours at Shift One. And um, I mean, what a ball ache getting this space because we were, we, were, we were at another venue, we got kicked out of that venue, went to another venue, it wasn't cool enough for us and we ended up here. So love this place, I love what these people do in terms of supporting entrepreneurs in the ecosystem and it's such a cool trendy vibe here. Okay, but let's get into the show and let's see which questions we've got coming in from all the different platforms. Okay, question number one coming in from Marlo. Marlo, thank you so much for your questions. So how important is pricing and how should you view and perceive your value offering? So pricing super important and I was mentioning it earlier on today. Um, the reason pricing is so important is you need to know if you are pricing your competitors. So you need to know what your competitors are pricing. It's really simple, do some mystery shopping, you just create a little um, fake couple of fake Gmail accounts and you just ask for some quotes and you get an idea of how much they're charging for a similar service. So for example Shift One, um, we charge 600 Rand per hour which makes us you know kind of pricey but we're quicker than everybody else I mean we just you know we're literally like three or four times quicker than industry standards um, which makes us cheaper so um, but what you've got to remember Marlo is it's not about pricing it's about brand and it's about value offering um, like you said in your question so if you watch last last week's episode which Thomas is gonna insert here uh, last week's episode I spent a lot of time talking about brand and how you need to to build a brand that differentiates you because then you don't have to pitch yourself based on price for maybe when you're starting out, you have to go out as the cheapest, and we did. We were 350 Rand an hour when we started our business because we were learning and we were growing and we were busy establishing a brand for ourselves. And now we're charging 600 Rand an hour because we, the work that we do is like world class. So, um, 
So it's very important that you don't get into a price war with your competitors because if you drop your price and they drop their price, then you drop your price, they drop their price and everybody loses. So once again, it's all about building a brand that um, focuses on the customer service, the service delivery, talks about you know your, your knowledge and your the skill sets, your, your team, your turnaround times, all of those things. Um, create a story and that story is what sells you as a brand and which means that you don't go out there based on price. So relationships are really, really important. So it's really important that you have a relationship with your customers, that you get people to know you and that's why video is important because video is a great way for people to get to, to feel your vibe and to get a sense of whether they want to work with you or not. So I really, really, really um, want to get you, I really want to ask you to watch that video on video marketing because video can increase your conversion rates on your website by up to 133%. So that's really what you want in your business. Next question, question number two coming from Danielle Martin here. Thank you so much for your question. So you're asking what's the best channel to use, what's, um, what are the worst channels to use and is it pretty much based on budget or is it based on industry? So really good question. I think the best channels that you need to focus on are the ones that um, your customers are using. So it's really important you know who your customers are, that you know what their needs are, where they spend their time, and what's appealing to them emotionally. So what's going to get them to buy from you and to pick you above your competitors. So the channels that you use are also going to be based on your budget and your goals. So how much money do you have and what are you trying to achieve? So if, you, if you've got tons of money and you really just want to achieve some general brand awareness, then fine, you know, go and hire some billboards on the highway. Um, but if you're a smaller business and you need to make every single cent work for, for you and if you want to measure every single cent then digital is the way to go. So what I like to suggest is that you use, for example, Facebook lead generation ads are really good for getting email addresses of people and then you have a way of contacting them again. So email addresses are gold, they're absolute gold because you can use them for your email marketing. Now you've got email addresses that you can um, send them, these gentle soft sell mailers on how to do what you do really effectively, you're basically teaching them uh, your IP, what it is that you do, but, um, but it's not hard selling, you build a relationship with them over email, so email is gold. The other channels to use are for example Google AdWords, so when somebody types something into Google, there's your ad. Problem with this is it can be expensive, um, it can be highly effective, but you need at least I would say 5,000 Rand a month minimum to make this start working for you. What I like about Google AdWords is somebody's actually typed something in, they have an intention, they're looking for something. Whereas social media, it's passive, you're reaching somebody who isn't necessarily expressed an interest in that thing, but potentially might be interested. But still, um, Facebook advertising super dirt cheap and um, Instagram advertising super dirt cheap. Instagram stories advertising super dirt cheap. So you can really um, get, get, some, get some valuable leads without spending too much money at this stage. Question number three, expanding your business. So expanding your business in terms of services offered, adding on products, staff, as well as customer base in the early stages. This is another question from Delia. Thank you for that. So when to do it, when not to do it, and what are the factors to consider? So um, expanding your product offering. Look, when I started my company, we almost offered every single service, and it was a matter of we do all of this, and then we let the customers kind of pick what they wanted, and then um, and then we sort of started honing it down and just dropping, dropping, dropping services and starting to focus a little bit more. Another way of approaching this is to offer a single service and then to, when you get repeated, repeated customer inquiries coming through for something else, look to adding on. It depends on how expensive it is for you as an entrepreneur to add on another product offering if you could do it well and if you can do it cost effectively. So if it means that you have to hire a whole bunch of staff and if you have to really gear up, uh, you may need investment to do that. 
So it's it's very much dependent on you and the business that you're in. It may need may if you if you've got an app that you've built, it may mean that you have to go and um, hire developers to add a whole bunch of functionality on that may set you back fifty thousand rand, two hundred and fifty thousand rand. So um, it just depends on how much cash flow you've got in your business and whether you really believe that this is something that's going to add you add you value. Because one thing that I can say about being an entrepreneur is that there is a lot of value in focusing. Um, and don't be in too much of a hurry to go and add on a whole bunch of stuff and potentially use for this. So um, you could literally sink the company by investing in things that, you know, before your actual full service is 100% established. I'd rather take that 250,000 Rand and put it into marketing your core business um, and really growing a brand and getting well known as opposed to adding on more bells and whistles to very small markets. I hope that helps. Okay, next question from Nadia Rinquist. So, do you know what percentage of return comes to the entrepreneur when using digital marketing or traditional marketing? So, I think what you're asking me, Nadia, is which is the most cost-effective channel to use as an entrepreneur? I'm always going to go with digital marketing because it's cost-effective and it's measurable. So, you know exactly where your money's going. But I'm still a big fan of doing things like, let's say, for example, your target market lives in a very specific area and you know exactly where they are. Go and drop flyers there. Go and drag a... a um, go and drag a billboard behind them, go and drop letters there, go and get people to knock and drop, have people walking with sandwich boards, um, do some overlays of digital marketing in that area. You can target them on Facebook, you can target them on Instagram. So you're layering all your different channels and you're really saturating one area with your messaging. This has worked really well for a couple of different clients of mine in the past and they've really become the number one in what they do, doing this kind of targeted um, exercise. So don't throw digital um, out and just go for paper-based and don't go for just traditional and then just throw out digital because digital you may not know it that well definitely be testing a combination of the different factors that's it for episode eight i hope you enjoyed the show keep on following us and do keep sending us your questions at the rdk show have a great week and get out there and get selling and subscribe 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 push that little button share the show with all your friends share the love and let's get the message out there it's better to be an entrepreneur than to be stuck in corporate hell. That's my message to you. Have a great one.